Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Something happened, glory to God, when we called on them. Glory to God. He is. <laughs> Something happened. Glory to God. When we called on him. Hallelujah. Something happened. Something shifted. Something was recreated. Glory to God. And it's something, glory to God, that can't stay still. Glory. Woo. That thing that happened, glory to God, is what allows things to happen right now, glory to God. That something that happened, glory to God, when old things were dead and gone and were passed away, and behold, all things became new, and now all things are of God. When that thing happened, glory to God, to me and to you, hallelujah, that's what allows things to happen right now. Shoo. Savior, Savior, Savior. Come on, Savior, Savior, Savior. Shoo, when I called on him, glory to God. I wasn't, I just didn't just get a little blessing. Come on, I didn't just get a little, a little love, a little, a little, uh, uh, well, we're, you're gonna make it. I didn't get a, just a ticket to heaven. Come on, when, when I called on the name of Jesus, hallelujah, when I called on him and put my trust in him, hallelujah, something happened that can't be undone on the inside of me. And it changed not only the way that I am, glory to God, it changes everything I do. Something happened. The old man, dead and gone. Old man, old things, old ways, old old plans, old purposes. Hallelujah, dead and gone. They no longer have a say-so. They no longer have an input. They no longer have, have influence. They no longer, come on, I don't, I don't care if you felt this way or not this week. Glory to God, I'm telling you what happened when you called on his name. Glory to God. The things of old no longer got a say-so on, on you. No longer got a say-so in your family. No longer got a say-so about your body no longer got to say so about your mind no longer got to say so about your spirit no longer got to say so hallelujah about your finances no longer got to say so about who you are no longer something happened I'm telling you I'm glad to be saved tonight And I'm not talking about going to heaven, though I am, but I'm saying when heaven moved into me. Woo! (laughs) Hey, glory to God. I didn't just get a ticket to heaven. I got heaven to move on the inside of me, glory to God, and change me to a new man. Shoo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, glory to God. You asleep over there, Miss Iris? All right, just making sure she told me before service. I didn't get a nap today, so if I look sleepy during the message, come in and wake me up. 
I said, oh, you ain't going to sleep. I ain't never seen Miss Iris sleep in church, and I ain't going to start tonight. Amen. I was just making sure, though. If you, if you sleep, if you're sleeping now, we're going to have to come over and raise you up. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, something happened. Glory to God. When did you get born again, Nick? Ten years ago in youth group or something? Just ten years ago. But 2,000 years ago. But 2,000 years ago, you were re- recreated. His, his eye was on you. His mind was on you. Glory to God. His power was upon you. Amen. And just because we didn't see it show up until 10 years ago, the reality in the reality of God, it's been working on you for 2,000 years. Glory to God. Waiting for the day that you would say, yes, glory to God, so that he could take the old Nick, go put him back on the cross 2,000 years ago, crucify him with Jesus, and then raise him up to a new place. Make him a new man. Glory to God so that he would no longer look like he used to look, be like he used to be, think like he used to think, and do the things he used to do, but he would instead look like Jesus looks, act like Jesus looks, think like Jesus thinks. Come on, be like Jesus is, because as he is, so are we in this world. See, I just, I I remember Nick in youth group, and so, so, you know, I'm using his as an example, but I could come and say those same things to you. Even old Captain Kirby, been born again for how many years? It doesn't matter, a long time. Did you come up for the clear thinking thing? (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, something happened. Glory. Woo. Glory to God. Shoo. Praise God. See, you'll have to excuse me because I've just spent like the last three weeks taking every thought captive into the captivity of Christ. Not letting my thoughts have their own say so. Not letting, did I get 100%? No, but I'm just telling you why I'm acting like this. Yeah, I blame it on the word. Come on, blame it on the word because, because I've been taking every thought and forming it to the captivity of Christ. Glory to God. Instead of letting my thoughts do this and that, instead of letting, and letting my emotions do this and that, instead of letting my feelings do this and that, glory to God, when it comes across the, my mind, hallelujah, I, I look at it and I say, is that, a, is that truth? Is that what God has said about me? Is that what God has done in me? Is that conformed to the reality of what Christ has done in my life? Or is that something else? Because it can only be one of two things. Either it is what truth is that lines up with this word of God, or it's something else. Glory to God. And if it's something else, I don't want it. If it's something else, it's not going to produce the results you're looking for. And so if you're in a place of frustration or you're in a place of confusion or you're in a place of whatever that's been trying to go on, I'm telling you, take every thought captive. Bring it into the captivity. Lock that thing to Jesus. Come on, lock that thing to Jesus and don't let him out. Shoo. I'm telling you. It'll change the way you even begin. See, you don't go by your feelings. You know, I was preaching to the youth on, on Wednesday night, and, 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 what, and the message that I brought was, who are we? Who are you? One thing we're not. Sometimes to figure out what we're not, what we are, we have to realize what we're not. And you are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. You are not your emotions. 
You are not the things that, that come across. What did, what did Brother Hagin used to say? He said, you can't stop a, a, a thought uh, going through your head any more than you can stop a bird flying over your head. But you sure can keep a bird from building a nest in your hair. And this, what he was trying to say is basically, man, we're, you're going to have thoughts that come across this thing right here that don't line up with the word. But the Bible says to bring every thought into the captivity of Christ. Amen. Why? Because our, our, our warfare is not carnal. Come on. Our warfare isn't carnal, but where our warfare is, is on the, on the, on the inside right here. Glory to God. Bringing every thought that, that comes against the truth of what Christ has done in our lives. That comes against the truth about who God made you to be. The truth about what what God said about your family, the truth about what God said about your kids, the truth of what God said about who your body is. Glory to God. All those things, when they try to come across, amen, you can keep them from building a nest. You have to keep them from building a nest. If you want to experience the truth, Come on, the, the, the thing is, the, in, in John chapter 8 and verse 32, and I know I talked about this for, for two weeks, but it's just still, I mean... The truth is still setting me free. So, I, I, you know, it's just, I mean, every day I get a little more truth, amen, and, and it sets me a little more free. And so I can't help but just, just kind of be excited about it. I can't help but just, you know, when Pastor reads, reads or, or Brother Dan gets over and reads the blessing of tithing, man, I, man, it just sparked on the inside of me because there was a part of that that I wasn't recognizing. But when, when he spoke out that blessing, man, I, I said, that's truth. I'm going to start acting on that. Come on, that's truth. I'm going to start believing that. I'm going to start responding to that glory to God. So it doesn't matter how much we've heard it and how much you've read it, but how much are you responding to it? Glory to God. Because see, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But just knowing it isn't a head knowledge. The Greek in that word means that you shall know experimentally, experientially. Glory to God. It's the same kind of word. Know that you know a husband and wife know each other. Come on. That's a different kind of know. That's a different kind of no. The, the Bible's not just saying you'll read the truth and the truth will set you free. Glory to God. I like what one, one minister said. He said, your mind's not truly renewed until you've studied the word and then responded to the word. Then the, the process of renewing your mind actually happens. Glory to God. Come on, this is, this is, this is our life. You know, pastor said this morning that, that faith is the, is the principle. Did you say principle? said some fancy word that faith is the something of this day the principal thing the 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 main thing amen i'll put it on my level it's the main thing it's the main thing and what is he talking about? That, 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 that faith is the main thing because, because you need a new car, because you need... No, man, faith is, is the just shall live by faith. Glory to God. Come on, faith is what we do. Oh, man, don't buy into the lie that you're not a good believer, that you're not a good person that, that knows how to do faith. Come on, it is in your DNA to know how to do faith. Glory to God. It is who you are when Jesus recreated. Come on, when God had the chance to recreate you. You, you think he did a halfway job? He recreated you in his image and his likeness. He put you back in the place that you belonged. Did Jesus have a struggle believing? No, it was simple. It was easy, just like Pastor said this morning. And it's a change in perspective. It's a shift in how the way you see things. So it's no longer just trying to 
Come in faith and get out of faith. And come in faith and get out of faith. And then you believe, trying to believe for something. And then you're out. Man, we got to walk this thing out. The just shall live by faith. That means when you wake up in the morning, you wake up in faith about what God is, said about you, what God has done in you, what God has created in you. Glory to God. It's a response of your life in faith. So that when you need a new car, come on, that's just added to you because you've already been spending your whole life going after what he has said. It's the response of your heart. It's the response of your life. It's the response of who you are. It's not trying to get something. It's trying to be something that you've been made to be. Right? And that make much more sense? Come on. That's who we are. It's who you've been created to be. God, I know, I know I'm spitting and I'm shaking and I'm moving to, tonight, but, but I'm just telling you this is the truth. This is the truth. The just shall live by faith. Live it. Live it. Breathe it. See it. Think it. Come on, you wake up in the morning, you don't, have, you, you don't feel, oh, man, that Sunday night buzz is gone. You know what I'm talking about keeps you awake. Amen. You know, I'm talking about the, the stirring of being with one another. Amen. Being in the presence of God and you wake up and you realize, man, I got to go back to, to, to the grind or, or what, what if it's a grind because you think it's a grind? What if the grind could be turned to a mission field and it was a privilege to actually serve God in that place of business? Come on and represent Jesus everywhere you go. You see how that shifts your perspective? You're no longer saying, Lord, just, just come, can you help my boss quit being such a jerk? No, you say, God, I have been put here for a p- position on the mission field, and my boss is, is in my target, glory to God, and I'm going to win that man for Jesus because I love him, because you paid a price for him, because you died for him, because you gave your life for him, and you saw the same value in him that you saw in me. Glory to God, you're no longer trying to get delivered from your boss. You're actually trying to be Jesus to your boss. That's what I try to do every day. I'm just kidding. I just couldn't pass that up. <laughs> she wouldn't have either. Praise God. You see, it's a, it's a shift in perspective. Come on, sometimes we take this victim mentality like we're trying to get God to rescue us out of things instead of realizing that God sent you as a rescuer. Oh! Come on, what if you went into your tomorrow understanding that you are actually Jesus in your place of business? That you're Jesus in the mall that you go to. You're G- Man, I'm telling you, I'm sorry, but I've been bringing thoughts into the captivity of Christ. Instead of trying to get free, you're looking for someone to set free. Do you think that that would be faith about getting free? Come on, if you shifted your focus from trying to get free and know that you are free and go ahead and try to get somebody else free. You see the progression there. Does that make sense? Or am I saying it too crazy and fast? It's just leaping out of me, so I'm sorry. But, but, but this is the shift in, in focus that, I, man, I'm telling you this works. Why do I know it works? Because it's working in me. But I know it works because it's right here. It's truth. And the Bible says you'll know truth. You'll, you will walk and experience truth. And when you do, glory to God, it will set you free. Come on. In your marriage. 
Instead of trying to pray to change your wife or your husband, why don't you pray that you change to look so much like Jesus that they can't resist changing because of you being in that marriage? Woo! A shift in the focus. A shift in perspective. Quit trying to change somebody else and, let, and be Jesus. Glory to God. And they will change because they will respond to the Jesus in you. Not saying we don't pray. For, come on, you know what I'm saying. But but this is. I'm just trying to challenge your perspective a little bit. I'm just trying to challenge our, our the way we the way we just kind of go through the run of the meal, trying to survive. Trying, you know, even in faith, people we 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 pray and we confess that things, but we're not really we're not really seeing it from the perspective of the Word of God. God will work with us, but I'm telling you, there, there's more. If we're gonna look, if we're gonna be who God's called us to be in this day, come on. If we're gonna be the church that He's called us to be, we've got to begin to shift our focus from me to them. Come on, we gotta shift our focus from from all about me to try to get somebody else in on what we got in on. Come on, but we have to believe what we got in on was actually what it was before we start sharing it with everybody else. But when you start realizing what you actually got in on, what God actually did for you, and you realize that it's sure and it's true and it ain't changing, glory to God, and that it just gets better and better the more you dive into it, the more you seek him, the more you find glory to God, then you find yourself not being able to help sharing it with somebody else. Hallelujah. So you're not going out trying to be a witness. You become a witness. Right? Right? Isn't that better? Jesus said, my, my yoke, my yoke, which is his teaching, his doctrine, his truth is easy and his burden is light. Come on, his truth is easy. It's, 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 for, it's for the guys like me, amen, that need it simple. Come on, when, when the Holy Spirit singles you out and the woman of God comes over and lays hands on you and says, you're not smart enough to figure it out, you're just bold enough to do it. Come on, the Holy Spirit's letting me know something, the way that I need to get things, amen, that has to be simple, it has to be easy. Come on, I want it, I want it to be easy because the easy is, is, makes it easy. Come on, and God, God has made things easy. He's made them simple so that so they wouldn't be the know-it-alls that get in on it. Come on. It would be the simple, the prudent glory to God that get in on the truth of the word of God and actually begin to respond to who he says he, he is and respond to who he says you are. And then it just begins to happen. If it's difficult, if it's going back and forth, if it's trying to figure it out, if it's that man, you're going, you're going off the wrong gospel. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. One translation said, I'm not disappointed with the gospel. Come on. I'm not disappointed. He's, he's tried and true with it. He said, I'm not disappointed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first, but also for the Greek. Amen. And for the Irish. Amen. Hallelujah. For the whoever you are, praise God. Hallelujah. For in it, for in it, in what? In the gospel, in the truth, in the truth of this word, glory to God, in it, amen, not in the reading of it, not in the reading, not in the memorizing of it, in the, in the coming to it, glory to God, and seeing it as truth and beginning to respond to it, in it, glory to God, is the power of God unto salvation. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. The just shall live by faith. 
the righteousness of God, the way that God could be righteous and be just, glory to God, and yet still send himself, hallelujah, embodied in Jesus, glory to God, to pay a price to make us right. Man. And if, you, come on, let's, let's think about this. If it worked for salvation, what does it say? I think it's in, in Colossians in chapter 2, verse 6. I think it says, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus, so walk in him, rooted and grounded in love, established in the faith, Woo, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Man, it's everywhere. Hallelujah. Man, you start opening this thing up and looking at it and saying, Holy Spirit, man, reveal, make, I want to be this. I don't want to be anything else. I don't want to have my own agenda. I don't want to try to do this and try to do that. But I actually want to be who you've made me to be. So reveal it, your truth to me and let me see it so that I can therefore walk in it. Because if I see right, then I can walk right. Glory to God. So when you get into that, man, you realize that it's everywhere. That God is speaking and witnessing and delve into, and calls, calling you to delve into the truth of this word. Because it literally tells you everything you need to know. Answers. Clarity, health, needs being met. How to, be a, how to be a witness, how to be a blessing, how to be a light, how to be the truth, how to, how to represent him well, how to be an ambassador. How, come on, it's all in there. Everything, every single thing we need to know to live like him, amen. He's not, withhold any, he's not withheld any good thing. Hallelujah. God is so faithful. God is so good. The gospel is here, it's been given, and it's got the power to cause us to not only experience the, the initial onset of salvation, but for us to actually walk in salvation by faith. Every single moment, every single day. Hallelujah, it's here, it's yours. Amen. Man, God is so faithful, he's so good. Let me read this, uh, I think this is in... Um, the Amplified Version, I like this. It says, for in the gospel, a righteousness which, which God ascribes is revealed, both springing from faith and leading to faith. Woo, hallelujah. The just shall live. Man, this thing starts with faith and then it leads us into more faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It shows us, hallelujah, how to actually do this. Uh, it says, uh, it's springing from faith and leading to faith, disclosed through the way of faith that arouses to more faith. Woo, hallelujah. I'm stirred to more faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, do you know your faith can change your job place? Do you know your faith can change your job place? What if we ask for more? What, uh, somebody was, was saying uh, about uh, Maria Woodworth Edder's uh, meetings. And this just stirred me. It said, it said that, that in a 50-mile radius around her meetings, people would just be healed. Man, just would, people would rise up out of hospital beds and come and, come and be drawn and, and, and testify, man, uh, God just healed me. Man, what, what if we actually believed the gospel? What if we actually believed this truth and began to respond to it? What would be possible? What would be possible in this community? What would be possible, amen, in, in this town? What would be possible in a 50-mile radius around Impact Family Church? Come on, on a Sunday night when we're just worshiping and all of a sudden somebody comes in the door and says, God healed me. I, 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 don't, he, I just knew I needed to come here and testify that God healed me. Uh, do you think that would begin to bring a change? 
Man, we are, we are in, in the perfect place, the perfect time to begin to believe what the, what the truth of the word of God has said to us. Amen. Begin to respond to it and not try to get, come on, don't let your confession of faith be a confession to try to get something. Confess what has already been done for you, what's already real to you. And if it doesn't seem to be real, man, then just respond anyway like it is real. Glory to God. Because the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, your feelings will always follow your faith. Man, you wake up in the morning not feeling like you're stirred up in faith. Man, rise up and say, I thank God this is a day that is limitless in you. Man, I, this, do you know that when you start walking in this stuff, the enemy wants to try to start seeing where you really stand? So you can imagine, even this week, every morning I woke up, there was like a heaviness there trying to get on me. And I loved it. I did. I was so happy to wake up to, to resistance. Why? Because I knew the resistance didn't matter. Truth mattered. And so I woke up and there was like a heaviness on me. And I would just say, Father, I just thank you that this heaviness couldn't mean a thing because the truth of your word says I am in your presence even right now. And I thank you that your word is truth and your word is what I live on and your word is what I breathe and your word is what I eat. And I thank you, Lord, that the truth is I'm free and I'm blessed and I'm happy and I'm filled and I'm effective in the things you've called me to do. And do you know, it, I could barely get all those words out of my mouth and, and the heavy, I didn't even know more heaviness. It's funny how that works. And the Holy Spirit said, your, your feelings will always, fo- will always follow your faith. So if you don't feel, I don't feel stirred up. I don't feel on fire. I don't fi- Come on. You are not your feelings, but you are who God's called you to be. So when you begin to respond to who God's made you to be, then your feelings will get in line and follow and hook their, hook their chain to, to your faith and follow you into exactly who you are. Amen. So, so... I don't know why I said that, but maybe it's somebody needed that, right? But, but the truth is, 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 man, just begin to respond. I dare you this week. I'm going to close. You know what that means. Um, I just dare you. I mean, God's already done a lot, you know, tonight. But, but I dare you to, to begin to practice this. To begin to take, man, a thought comes across your mind. Don't just let that thought come and go. And, and, and you don't do anything with it because <clears throat> the thing is, is ignoring thoughts isn't taking them captive. Ignoring thoughts or ignoring feelings of, of pressure and oppression, man. Th- no, you, guess what? You're not special. The same things that are trying to get on you are trying to get on other people. Everybody else, amen. You know, I didn't wake up and say, well, man, I've been studying truth, and I've been praying extra, and, and why do I feel so bad this morning? This ain't right. God, well, this isn't right. You know, you, you shouldn't let me feel like this. I'm conne- I thought I was connected to you. Come on, is, would that be responding to truth? No, the whole resistance is because of the truth. The reason there's resistance because there is truth. Glory to God. If you weren't experiencing resistance, it would be because there was no truth that, that, the, that the enemy's trying to squeeze out of you. But he's trying to squeeze out of who you are because he doesn't want a believer to actually begin to understand who he is. So I just challenge you tonight to start tomorrow. Believe God to feel cruddy in the morning. You're going to think I'm crazy, but but I love when I wake up with a headache. 
I'm being serious. You think I'm, you think I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I love when I wake up with a headache because I'm like, I get to start the day responding to who God is, is and what he's done in me. I don't go a whole day with a headache. I don't go a whole day. I love it. I love when I wake up to resistance because it, it, it put, what did, what did James say? He said, rejoice, rejoice when you fall into different temptations because the trying of your faith produces patience. Glory to God. The trying of my faith, man, it it produces that thing in me that allows me to stand firm. Come on. I want to stand on this chair so bad. It makes me, it makes me stand firm. Glory to God. Oh, to stand firm. Glory to God. When the trying of my faith, when I wake up in the morning, the pressure, it's actually producing in me the ability, glory to God, to rise up and look like Jesus. Glory! Woo! Hallelujah. I'm a weightlifter, so I don't look at the weight and get offended because it's heavy. I push that thing, glory to God, so that the next time I can push a little bit more. Hey, glory to God. Why is this weight so heavy? Come on, let's get our perspective shifted. Amen, all power is toward you who believes. Glory to God, the weight is there to produce Jesus in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah, to give you an opportunity to look more like Jesus so you can take your shirt off at the beach next week. Amen. All my dads know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Let's just give him a shout of praise and thank him. Father, we thank you. We bless you. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.